Hello and welcome to Weeb Spawn, where we talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host, Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello, Bobby. Glad to be doing another episode. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. So, as always, spoilers ahead. Yes, so Uzaki-chan wants to hang out. This is a slice-of-life anime adapted from the manga of the same name, which was written and illustrated by Take. It was serialized through the the Dra Sharp website is owned by Nico Nico Sega's um or Nico Nico Sega, <clears throat> which is an online a Japanese online video hosting service, and I guess they uh Dra Sharp just kind of does like serializations and stuff like that. So uh the manga currently has eight volumes which were published by the publisher Fujima Shobo. The anime ran its first season consisting of 12 episodes from July 10th of 2020 to September 25th of 2020, with a second season on the way, which will be available on Crunchyroll. It was originally licensed by Funimation, but since Sony's acquisition of Funimation, which Sony owns Crunchyroll, the Funimation licenses are now moving over. So basically anything that has been previously licensed by Funimation, will now be on Crunchyroll exclusively in the coming months and maybe like a year or so. Which we'll find out if that is good or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I got an email from Funimation talking about the acquisition and they, were, they gave me like three free months of Crunchyroll and basically said anything that was going to be released to Funimation is now going to be on Crunchyroll. And right now they still have all their stuff on Funimation. And I believe they're currently in the process of just moving everything over. So I don't know how long that's going to take since they do have a decent amount of anime on there. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. I like Funimation's uh, user interface much better than Crunchyroll's. But yeah, yeah. Crunchyroll seems to load faster and stuff and they do have a lot of options. I think Funimation has the better UI, so I hope they kind of do a, a remodel of Crunchyroll. They might, but I... Doubt it. Yeah. I was about to say, I wouldn't, like, hold on to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because typically when they when a company just merges with it, they may do a little bit of, like, updating just so, like, it can kind of feel better for the merging, but most of the time mm-hmm. it's usually just like tiny changes, not like a whole overhaul. So, yeah. But yeah, Funimation was definitely one of my go tos to watch everything. So, does that mean, well, you got the three free months? Is your account going to get like grandfathered in? Do you know? No, uh, after the three months, I need to pay for a Funimation or a Crunchyroll subscription. So once it's up, I'll just cancel my Funimation subscription because I actually believe Crunchyroll is like two dollars cheaper. I don't know I'm, if the prices are going to change. Yeah, no, I more meant like you know how you have like a queue, like you have a list 
for like all the animes you want to watch like mm. is that going to get or are you going to have to oh. redo all that yeah i doubt they're going to be transferred over i think we're going to have to go and redo all of that <sighs> yeah. that's going to be fun <laughs> well enough about country realm funimation <laughs> yeah so about Uzaki-chan. So the story revolves around Hana Uzaki, who is a freshman in college, who discovers that she is attending the same college as her high school senpai, Sakura Sakura. She watches him for a while and discovers that he is a lazy loner and she needs to do something about it. She intends to spend every second she possibly can with him to ensure that he is no longer a loner. Sakura, Sakurai ensures that he enjoys ensures her that he enjoys doing things alone but he doesn't seem to care that she ta- tags along so they start hanging out constantly this is one of those i know there was a whole bunch of memes about it when this first came out but this is also one of those animes that you can't judge the anime by its cover oh, or yeah I mean, <laughs> you can a little bit for this one a little, a little bit. bit. But, yeah. When Taylor and I started watching, we're like, oh, this is going to be bad. But it turns out it's not as bad as you would expect it to be. What are the... Uh, I wanna... Do you know off the top of your head what the tags are? Oh, the tags. Let's see. I'm about to I... try to... Yeah. Uh, romantic comedy and slice of life. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be like harem or anything because he doesn't oh, no. really no but i was just wondering more if uh if it actually had the what is it like the etchy ichi uh, whatever the fuck it's yeah called. i think that's more for like when it's really sexual whereas i mean besides for her appearance it's not like yeah I mean, that's why there is I some sexual like... things about it but it's but definitely just her much. appearance that is yeah, much. Yeah, it's more just like you're kind of like Mr. or the playful teasing you get like in everyday life. Like mm-hmm. if they were two close friends like this. Right. But yeah, that's what I was just double checking because I didn't think it had it, but I wasn't like 100% sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's, it's just your classic slice of life. And I love slice of life, so I figured... We'll try it out, and it actually turned out much better than I expected it to be. So I was pretty happy with it, <laughs> and it's pretty funny. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things is it's oh, the anime does humor. consider it. Sorry. Oh, it's you said on, it is considered etchy? on my anime list. Um, uh, it says comedy and ichi, but it's hardly like. Like you said, it's mostly because oh, of I just appearance. I just googled what the meaning of ichi uh, is, and uh, it says often used as a slang term in Japanese language for playful sexual actions. Oh, that's a hundred percent then. Yeah. So it, yeah, because it definitely has playful. It's not like raunchy, because that's kind of what I assumed. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought it meant see, but then another. I don't know, because another one... I guess it depends on where you're doing it, because I don't think IMDb can put that genre in. Probably it, not. It just says comedy and uh, drama, so... Gotcha. Yeah, so um, I guess we can get right into it then, since we established that it's possibly etchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as mentioned, Uzaki was a freshman in college, 
a freshman college student, and after about a year of college, she noticed that her senpai, Sakura, Sakurai, was a bit of a loner. So she really decided, like, this type of behavior is very uncool, and it's just not acceptable. So she made it her goal as a sophomore to make sure that Sakurai is no longer a loner. It is her duty to keep him company since he obviously has no friends. So the hanging out commences. And Sakurai is this nice guy, so he can't really tell Uzaki just to fuck off. And I don't think many people could be that blunt anyway. So he just kind of, it, she just kind of invites herself to go on all of his plans, and he just kind of rolls with it. He's like, whatever, it'll, it'll be fine. So the first little hangout session involves the movies. So she kind of invites herself with him, and this is just like the classic date spot. So I feel like this is a good place to start the anime at because it's like one of those those classic things. I mean, it's more of a high school thing, I think, is when you go on dates to the movies. But overall, I think this was a, just a good spot to start off the relationship. Even though they're not dating, they're just hanging out. But, uh, yeah, so obviously nothing comes of this since Uzaki is only there to keep him company and Sakurai literally couldn't give two shits about Uzaki at the moment. Like, she's a friend, but other than that, it's just like purely platonic and she's just there for the ride. So after the movie, they kind of roam the electronics store because apparently you just do that in Japan. You just go to random electronics stores like a Best Buy and just kind of chilling. So, um... But yeah, she ends up wanting to buy some headphones, but they get a little bit distracted with this VR testing area. So naturally, they would try it out. If if they had a VR headset at like a Best Buy and was like, hey, we're trying out VR, I would definitely go do that shit too. Um, so they go and try it out, and this leads to a clumsy mistake where they do the classic anime boob grab scene when Sakurai is testing out the VR headset. But somehow Sakurai has the intelligence of a cucumber and is none the wiser that he just grabbed her boob. And after he takes off the headset, Uzaki just kind of keeps that encounter to herself because she is pretty embarrassed by it. And yeah, that's how their first hangout session went. And if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Didn't a lot of the reason why he was like alone because he has that what what do you call resting bitch face but for a <laughs> oh, guy yeah. <laughs> yeah he he definitely has just like they always say he just looks mean and angry that, all the yeah. time so he's just very intimidating so most people especially girls resting yankee face that just sounds stupid i don't know that's <laughs> what they call delinquent they call them yankees don't they I have no idea, and that sounds just ridiculous. I would never use that word, like, that phrase ever. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's basically just a little angry-looking guy, so nobody really wants to hang out with him. And, like we mentioned, after their little encounter, they are college students. So, being a college student, Sakura... Sak oh my god, they're so similar. <laughs> Sakurai needs a job to pay for his loner lifestyle. So, he decides to work at a cafe and often works with the owner, Mr. Asazi. Asazi? Asazi? Asai? 
Yeah. I sigh. During a shift, Uzaki shows up, only for the intention to harass Sakurai. And Mr. Asai finds this incredibly entertaining. He's like, it's a cafe, but he almost does the whole intention of like a bartender. How he's like always just kind of like off watching like all this play out and everything. So I think it fits his character very well. But the next time she comes to the cafe, it's for some help on a report. But she never passes up the opportunity to harass him and make his life difficult. Because why not? <laughs> Mr. Asai loves every minute of this. So in order to promote this behavior, he actually offers her a job. And yeah, this just spells out. Well, I, I don't know if you'd say trouble, but this is the beginning of many shenanigans to come. So sometime after this, Uzaki is on her way to school and sees Sakurai trying to pet a stray cat. So she jumps in and tries to give him a few pointers to get the cat to like him more. Since Sakurai is in love with cats, he's overjoyed to receive these tips. But before he can use them, a bicycle scares the cat off and Uzaki chases the cat into a bush where the front half of her gets, well, stuck. <laughs> and uh yeah sakurai has to pull her bottom half out and it creates a very awkward sight for the passerbys around yeah how does any able-bodied individual get stuck in a bush it just i guess she also has the iq of a cucumber so i was gonna say if it's through your own um through your own effort, it would be hard. But if someone just kind of like threw you in there, I could see it potentially. <laughs> yeah, I suppose But like so. the fact that she went in with her own strength, it's like, <laughs> how, how? Yeah, she uh, she's a very clumsy individual. Leads to another classic. It's these scenes where I could see it gets the etchy label, you know? It's definitely... There's just definitely one of those animes where it's like when I'm watching alone and it's just kind of like a typical romance or comedy where like nothing's happening. And then when your mom walks in and it's this scene. It's that scene. Yeah. yeah. Any other time it's just them playing video games and then boom, you get this very awkward scene. And then you're but, like, how do you explain yeah. that? You're just like, uh, I <laughs> she was trying to get a like... cat. <laughs> Oh, he was getting the cat, all right. Um, yeah, and one thing I love about this show, well, one of my favorite characters in general is Mr. Asai, just because he is that guy who's in the background. He doesn't have many lines, but when he does, he's just, like, trying to stir up a little bit of trouble with them because he's trying to get entertainment out of them, and he creates just really fun encounters because he reads the room, and he knows exactly which buttons to push, and I absolutely love that. Yeah, whether you could say he pushes all the right or technically all the wrong buttons to get right. what he wants out of this. Yeah. So, yeah, the next episode we have, because we just met Mr. Asai, so now we're going to have his daughter introduced, which she is also a pretty fun character, 
because she she also works at the cafe with her father and she is as easily entertained as he is and she's entertained for all the same reasons so after she meets Uzaki she makes it her goal to get those two together basically because one she just kind of sees the vibe and she likes it but also she wants to observe their relationship as entertainment because she is just that person she's also a little bit of a pervert so she probably also kind of like gets off to that so um later they have this whole interaction where uzaki's being annoying and actually makes sakurai spill a pitcher of water on himself which ends up causing him to get a cold so later on he comes down with this cold and uzaki has some sort of sense of responsibility so she takes it upon herself to help him in his time of need but her presence just seems to be more of a hindrance than anything because she comes in and he's sick on his futon trying to get better and she just kind of comes in and sits there and plays video games the entire time and is constantly asking questions how to beat the level and beat the boss and this is really preventing him from sleeping and getting better. But secretly, I think he enjoyed it. He enjoyed the company. But it would be very, <laughs> very annoying. But after he ends up getting better, Uzaki Sakurai, Mr. Asai, and Ami, which is Mr. Asai's daughter, go out to kind of celebrate Sakurai's good health. And they go to a Korean barbecue place where they get to talking and Uzaki starts to notice that Sakurai calls Ami by her first name and he calls Uzaki by her last name which is Uzaki and it kind of pisses her off so she gets this stupid plan to try to hypnotize Sakurai and she does this at school she tries to hypnotize him to get her get him to call her Hana which is her first name and this leads to pretty funny interaction among the crowds like this college students and stuff and they're like oh my god young love is so stupid they're so annoying and it just leads to this really awkward misunderstanding where he's constantly saying her name in public and it's just like really cringy but also very enjoyable i think that's like the entire series if, yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah if you're being honest that's yeah <laughs> and i think wasn't like he tried to use the reason that they are both named Asai or Asai. the yeah. like same thing, so that's why he calls her Ami or Amit, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, because he's like, if I just say Asai, it doesn't really work. Or at least that's like how he played it off, and yeah, because he didn't realize. Obviously, you get that dense moment of the protagonist. He's just like. Well, it's just natural when there's two people named Asai, one of them you have to call by their first name. And he decided to do the one closer in age than the elder. But, yeah. So after the whole hypnotize thing, they now we get to see that Mr. Asai is actually going to be gone on vacation. So the shop will be closed for three days. And Sakurai, being the loner that he is plans on spending the entire three days just playing video games. Obviously, this shocks Uzaki-chan because she's like, 
why spend three days just hold up inside? And she's like, no, we are going to go out and play and do whatever instead of just sitting in the house. So they go and play a Pokemon Go spoof. I forget. What did they actually yeah, call it, it? It was called, um, oh, it was called like Doromon or something. Let's see. Doramon Go. Yeah, it was called Doramon <laughs> Go. Yeah. And so even though she didn't want them to play video games, at least <laughs> alone, they end up playing video games together. So they play this and then Minecraft the entire three days. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, you can't play my or you can't play video games alone. I'm gonna at least play with you. Yep. So she managed to get him out of the house for like one day, and then the rest are just like, all right, let's play Meowcraft or whatever they called it. Yeah, the Minecraft spoof, and they at least he guess wasn't alone. She it was <laughs> yeah. like a compromise where Sakurai still got to play his video games for all three days, but Uzaki didn't let him do it alone. So I guess it's a win-win. And then now we have proof that Sakurai actually does have friends. Because the entire time we always get, Sakurai's like, oh, you're alone. I guess I'll hang out with you so you're not alone anymore. And his friend Sakaki sees Sakurai comes and talks to him, asking what he's been up to. Being evasive, because obviously why would he want to tell him about Uzaki but as if Uzaki planned it, she appears out of nowhere and is shocked when she learns that Sakurai isn't a completely helpless loner. <laughs> so we get the introduction between Uzaki and Sakurai leave as Sakaki, much like Ami. It is Ami, right? I am pronouncing yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Ami. Vows that he will make sure that they end up together. So now we have yet another sort of ish bystander that's now going to try to get them because I think Sakaki also kind of realized that Sakurai was a loner as well but just wasn't I don't know if I should say intrusive as Uzaki <laughs> is yeah. but he's like he needs this and he's like he saw their interaction and is like yeah this is interesting, seeing Sakurai who wants to always be alone in Uzaki that is constantly just budding herself into his business. He's there to help and also mostly just for the entertainment. Yeah, yeah and he's one of... So they introduced him as someone who also wants to get him together because Ami, as you mentioned, has this vow as well. Like, I'm going to get him together. But he's taking a little bit different of an approach. Ami's taking a more of a straightforward approach, I believe, where she's trying to just force him into situations where they have to confront their relationship. And she's giving, she'll give them advice and try to get them to physically admit their relationship. Whereas he takes the more hands-off approach. He'll push them to certain situations in the background. So the next episode, you'll see a little example of this, I, where 
he takes a more hands-off approach because he doesn't want to physically make them admit their relationship. He wants them to realize it on their own. So you get these two different types of approaches. Which also gives them a fun dynamic between Sakaki and Ami because they do end up butting heads a couple times throughout the series because of the difference. Mm -hmm. So it also leads to a fun interaction between them as well. Yeah. So the next episode gives you the classic slice of life beach episode. So it starts off where Sakaki gets a beach house. Like his family has like this beach house that they can spend some time together. So Mr. Asai gives everyone the day off to go and explore this beach and just kind of spend some time together unwinding. But really he wants to help Sakurai and Uzaki in their relationship. So this beach outing is pretty straightforward. You have the classic, they go buy swimsuits and this and that, and trying. Ami's kind of trying to convince Sakurai that beaches can be a little interesting because people are going to hit on each other, and he's better be careful because people are going to start hitting on um, Uzaki and he better be there to kind of protect her and make the other guys go away. So he kind of follows this advice and uh, engages with Uzaki more and kind of compliments her and it kind of flusters her but it doesn't really go anywhere. And then you have the classic watermelon scenes where someone brings watermelon and someone has to go beat the shit out of a watermelon blindfolded don't really understand that custom but i really want to do it because it seems like a lot of fun (laughs) just beating the shit out of a watermelon (laughs) um and yeah you just kind of have the the classics as well as late at night they do some exploration outside and it's more supposed to scare Uzaki and get her to run to Sakurai's arms, but it does the exact opposite where they find out that Sakurai is kind of afraid of the dark. And when he admits this, Uzaki being the hellion she is, decides that she is going to take the time to scare the living shit out of him, which it works. And then he gets flustered and has to go back to the beach house and this whole scene is just pretty entertaining because Sakurai's this big, bad, scary-looking guy and a little bit of spook show, like spook in the dark, gets him. And it's, it creates this fun dynamic between them. Oh, okay. I wasn't, I was like, I didn't, wasn't know if you were going to add that. I was very confused. No, no, <laughs> I just, I didn't write it because there was, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> okay. I was, I was like, I kind of thought that was the case. So I was like, hmm. So I'm just like, I don't know when he's actually going to stop. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, we have, like you said, that classic beach scene and since this show is full of awkward encounters and misinterpretations it wouldn't be right to not have the classic confession of love 
misinterpretation. So we start off with the episode of Usaki answering a phone call from Sakurai. And all we hear is that he needs her and wants her to come see him at this specific address. So naturally, Uzaki is all flustered, but at this point in the show, she isn't fully honest with herself and or like about how she feels about Sakurai. So she doesn't really know why she's feeling this way. So she shows up at the location just to find that Sakurai is standing in front of a cat cafe and that the only reason he called her out was because he was too embarrassed to go inside alone. Obviously, with the misinterpretation and the expectation she has, she was pissed off, but again, she didn't really know why. She's feeling all these things, and but she just doesn't know why. But she still reluctantly goes in with him since she's already there. And they end up enjoying a wonderful time at this cafe. And Uzaki mentions her birthday is actually coming up. So now we fast forward to her actual birthday bash. At a bar where Uzaki quickly learns her limits as a first time drinker. (laughs) As the night winds down... Sakurai takes a drunk Uzaki home where she crashes on his futon and learns in the morning how truly awful hangovers are. And to make matters worse, she then proceeds to puke all over his futon. Yeah, oh, we've, we've all been there. It's a really shameful moment when you learn your limit because one moment you're good, you're having fun. You're having a blast. You're playing card games. And the next moment, you're in the front yard puking into a palm tree. <laughs> so it's, it's a dark time when you learn your limits as a first-time drinker or an underage drinker or whatever. It's oh, dark times. Yeah. And do, you have any, do you have any dark moments? <laughs> I've had a few where I threw up, but it's mostly like... I had to drink a lot. <laughs> I know there was one time when I was out in Cali, we were playing this. There's this game you play where all cup, there's like, I don't know, like 50 cups in the center and you have a ping pong ball. Boom cup. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Boom cup. And so you have... You get in a circle and you take a drink of or take a shot of whatever is in that cup. And then you have to get the ping pong ball in your cup. And when you do, you pass it. And the thing is, what you try to do is the person before you is trying to do it quick enough to get in the cup and slam the cup in your cup and go boom cup. And then you have to drink again. And now the cup stacks so it gets harder and harder. And so... Yeah, I, I, I end up drinking a lot, and uh, I threw up a little <laughs> bit after that, but I drank probably the most I ever did that night. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a fun one. I love Boom Cup. Boom. It can get real dark real fast. Boom Cup is so fun, especially because, like, even if you're not really good with shots, because the game is so fast-paced, you take the shot, and, like, 
you feel it for a second, like, if you're really bad for it, but you're so focused on the game that if you're bad with shots, I recommend, well, I don't know if I recommend this game, <laughs> because you'll end up taking a lot of shots, but at the same time, it's really fun. That is pretty hardcore to play Boom Cup with shots. Uh, we only play with, like, beer and little sips, like, not, not whole fucking thing. Yeah, no, we... Like, shots worth... That's hardcore. Yeah, we played that's with like vodka, tequila, rum, uh, whatever. Like that's, we mixed it up, dumb. but like, I mean, it was like I said, it was only like a shot. We literally poured like to the the first line, the line. of the uh, red solo cups. So, oh my god, still that's crazy. Uh, so yeah, it I hits you really you fucking quick. The next morning, you knew how Uzaki felt. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've been there too. It's it's not a good moment. And then you swear off alcohol, and you're like, I'm never drinking again. And then the next week you go and drink again. <laughs> I think it was like the next week I end up going drinking too because uh, a lot of my California friends like to drink. <laughs> yeah, you just it get the first two or three days you're like I'm not touching alcohol, and then the fourth day you just kind of forget, and then the fifth you're just like Yeah, I'm I'm ready to do this all over again. Yep. Pretty much. And then ha- halfway through, you start to get the feeling like, I shouldn't continue, but I'm going to. <laughs> anyway, side note, I thought that was a, a fun one. This futon interaction really distresses Uzaki, which I get it. Because if you're puking on someone's stuff, that's a pretty distressing moment. You're like, shit, I just ruined the, <laughs> that stuff. Uh, yeah, this really distresses her, and she ends up buying her a new one, but she's really embarrassed by it, and it starts to affect her mood a lot. And Sakurai notices this, Mr. Asai and Ami also notice, and they're all just kind of like, how do we cheer her up? And Sakurai's the most unobvious, like, he has no idea what's going on, like, why this is happening. So, while at work, Mr. Asai kind of sees that Sakurai doesn't know how to cheer up. So he kind of jumps in, plays a little bit of matchmaker here, and gives him two vouchers to take himself and Uzaki to the local festival. And in hopes that this will kind of be enough to cheer up Uzaki. And before the festival, Ami wants to make sure that this does cheer up Uzaki, so she tells Sakurai to really lay into the compliments, like really dig deep, and this will help her cheer up because... Zaki just wants to hear some compliments from him. So, at the festival, he does exactly that. He lays into the compliments, telling her how good she looks and absolute knockout like this and that. He just keeps going and going. And at first she thought it was, like, nice and everything, but then, like, she starts to get really flustered. And she's, like, it's building, and she just whacks him with her purse, like, straight up hits him as hard as she can and knocks him out cold and eventually he comes to and he's lying on her lap on a bench and he's just kind of laying there in the dark like festival lights around and he just kind of reminisces on the times that they had in high school swim club and the moments that they've been having in college and he's just kind of realizing that he does enjoy being around her and he he doesn't really care that he's not the loner he once was so are 
I'm confused because uh, I could be remembering wrong. Were they childhood friends or not? They this? were not childhood friends. They met in high school That's what, swim club. Okay. He was like really good at swim club and her and one of her friends is like, hey, we can get on the swim team as managers because there's a bunch of hot dudes and we can be around them all the time. And then Sakurai comes along with his resting bitch face, and they're like, oh, shit, that's a scary-ass dude. But then Uzaki starts to just kind of get engaged in swim club, and she actually starts swimming, and he notices and starts to give her pointers like, hey, if you want to get better at swimming, do this, this, and this. Yeah, that's what it was. That's how they kind of hit it off. Yeah, because he was, like, really active, and then he becomes lazy, and that's the whole reason why she's like i don't want to have my senpai be this loner because she knew because didn't he actually have like a lot of friends in the swim club or whatever yeah he's he's a pretty was a pretty popular guy in high school i believe yeah so overall he had a decent amount of friends he just never really hung out i guess yeah that's where i knew they knew before but i'm like they're not childhood friends but i'm like i remember i remember once you said this i'm like I knew they knew each other, but I didn't know how far back it was. It's been a while since I've seen this. So now the show cuts right to the parts we all want to see. We get the classic, does my daughter's friend want to bang me? <laughs> Misunderstanding. Ah, oh, classic. Because, uh, you know, you can't you can't have this trope with, in a... You can't have a rom-com without this trope. Uzaki takes Sakurai over to her house where he meets her mother for the first time. The intention of the visit is so Sakurai can pet the two cats at her house since he is such an avid cat lover. But because of some very unclear wording, Uzaki's mother gathers the information and comes to the conclusion that Sakurai is here to bang her and she thinks her daughter is helping in making the hookup happen. Nothing comes of this encounter, of course, so that's the end of that, right? Well, you would think, but not quite. Later, Suki, Uzaki's mom, comes to the cafe again and hears another conversation. This one happens to be about coffee beans, but that doesn't quite make it to Suki's ears. All she manages to hear is that he prefers them older. The misunderstanding continues, and later on, throughout, when it's just Uzaki and Sakurai, they get gifted some tickets to go on a trip to Tota 3, which I think is hilarious. They did this actually, like, really well. I think sometimes they, like, overuse, like, the induendos or make it, like, completely obvious, but... Because he was talking about, like, the cats, and he doesn't really use any, like, profanity language at all to convey this misunderstanding, but you kind of get where Uzaki gets her, like, airheadedness at times from her mother, and so I think it was just a actually, like, funny interaction between these two with her first misunderstanding, and then she happens to go to the cafe where he works and here's another misunderstanding so i think it's just funny how people can 
like connect things of what they hear and how I guess rumors would start but the fact that also she's like one of I think one of the main reasons she was like against it was more the fact that she thought it was her and her him and her daughter were like close but now she thought her daughter was trying to help him get with her mom so she's just very confused and I don't know. I I got a a pretty good laugh out of this. This was actually a a pretty funny misunderstanding. It wasn't like so obvious. They actually kind of like hit it, hid it really well to where if you didn't know what was going on, you could potentially misinterpret what was going on. All right. So they got those tickets to Totori. So now the Totori trip commences. The Two arrive, uh, Uzaki and Sakurai. They arrive in Totori, Totori, and oddly enough, they find that Sakaki and Ami also made the trip. It's like you can't go anywhere without these two motherfuckers <laughs> showing up. <laughs> so, yeah, so they find out they also made this trip. And, of course, unknown to Uzaki and Sakurai, they kind of made this trip, like they came along to help speed up the process of hooking them up because right now Sakaki and Ami kind of have this alliance because they have different approaches but they decide like we need this to work so we're gonna have to do a combined effort and get this shit going so while touring Totori everything's going pretty well and they're really enjoying it they're having a good time sightseeing and then they r- arrive at the Hakuto Shrine, which is a shrine that largely emphasizes on romance and is sought after by couples to kind of strengthen that relationship. So Sakaki and Ami let them know this, that this trip is usually made by couples and it's usually to help their relationship. And this causes a bit of an awkwardness as normal between Uzaki and Sakurai because they still don't know what their true feelings are for each other. They can't admit it. They don't really want to admit it at this point. And overall, things just are awkward. But on the bright side, things are recovering pretty quickly between them. So this awkwardness quickly starts to um, fizzle away and dissolve. I think because even though they can't admit it yet, they're starting to actually realize what their feelings are. So... Yeah, this kind of, this, yeah, you could see it kind of speeding up within the storyline. So they're actually able to enjoy the next day before they end up heading home from this trip. And what this anime does so well is the very next scene is you kind of get this like, oh, they're getting closer moment. But then... We see when they get home, Sakurai comes to a revelation that Uzaki has made his house a complete fucking mess. He starts yelling at her to throw away all her garbage. But of course, to her, it's not garbage. She's as much of a hoarder as I am. And as Sakurai is in a rage and is trying to clean... Uzaki whips up some food and probably as most guys can testify, eating is a quick way to set aside differences and to chill out. 
but I just love the contrast this show really does is like the whole one step close, two steps back almost approach where mm -hmm. you think, oh, it's going to go this way. And then like the very next episode is like, nah, back to square one. <laughs> back up, back up. Or at least it seems because while he's eating, he realizes that Uzaki is always cooking for him. And now he actually wants to learn to cook to make her some meals to like return the favor. So they set up a meeting with her mom to have a cooking session. Just kind of like I was talking about previously, the cooking session goes pretty well since Sakura is a quick learner. But as mentioned before, Suki is actually pretty flustered because she still believes that Sakurai is here with an alter ulterior motive. As in still <laughs> trying to get with her. But she's too kind to just flat out ignore this. But she's like, she doesn't know what to do. So the misunderstanding just continues to grow. Yeah, and you know, this woman, Suki, she is so flustered by this but like she also considers it and it's like ma'am you are a married woman you need to chill out just and this this is a high school or a college student you need to back up wait yeah it, it doesn't ad fully address it i think at one point she says but i'm married sakurai okay because i'm like, like i don't remember seeing the dad at all yeah he's not shown yet it's going to be later, uh, probably season two, when he's shown. Okay, because I'm like... Yeah, she is a married woman. Like, she needs to relax. Yeah, because I was just trying to think about it. I'm like, wait. Now, it, was she one of the ones that say she's marrying, but, like, in actuality, her, like, husband died, like, a year ago, but she, like, vowed wow. not to... No, I, she's, she's legitimately married. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> yep, no, he's, he's alive and well. He's ripped... He's a rip stud. <laughs> that just makes it so much more better knowing that Uzaki like really takes after her mother. Yeah, it's like you can yeah, just yeah. see that they're related just by like their interactions and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also it's very interesting and kind of funny knowing that Suki's married and she thinks her daughter is trying to get her friend to bang her. Because that means that she believes that her daughter is actively working <laughs> against her father, trying to get someone to sleep with her mother. Like, just the logic there. And she's like, she's, she's more worried about the fact, I think, that it's like a younger person more than the fact that yeah. she was married. She, at the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, girl, you got chill. Yeah, so I... I find their interactions hilarious. Also, I'm pretty sure there was a little bit of a scene that we didn't mention that Sakurai calls um, Uzaki's mom, Suki, and Sakurai's like, or um, Uzaki's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're calling her by her first name, and you don't call me by my first name, but whatever, fuck you. <laughs> but just, uh, he he's really good at putting his foot in his mouth, really, is what it is. So we're, we're finally wrapping up the show and the summer is starting to come to an end. And Uzaki looks back at her high school days in swim club and really just thinks about all the great times she had with Sakurai. 
And this is when we actually learn more about how their relationship formed because I know Sakurai had a flashback of Swim Club, but this kind of shows Uzaki's perspective and how she got into the Swim Club and how Sakurai started to help her. And Uzaki suddenly realizes that she has spent so much time with Sakurai in the past and in the present, and she has yet to see this motherfucker drunk. And she's like, I puked on his futon, totally obliterated, and I have not seen him drunk. So we need to do something about that. So at the cafe, when Sakurai is not there, uh, she's kind of chilling there, and Sakaki comes in, and he's chatting with the, the group and everything. And she asks Sakaki, since he's been friends with him for forever, it's like, how do I get this dude drunk? And he spills a, he spills all the beans. He's like, yeah, he's he's the type of drinker that when you're drinking, he's gonna match the pace of all those around him. And then once he's drunk, he is so brutally honest that it is stupid. So all you need to do is pretend to drink, and the rest will just fall into place. So that night, the plan works perfectly. He is completely drunk obliterated and he is an open book so she starts to prod because he's saying like oh he's he's happy that she took care has taken care of him and this and that and she's like oh yeah she's like tell me more I'm like what else do you like and she starts just getting deeper and deeper and he hears she hears uzaki i love and then right as he says i love she's like uh mm-mm, not about that she freaks out and starts pounding beers and she's trying to forget that night. She's like, I am not about to hear what he has to say next. And as soon as she is basically blackout drunk, it turns out he was just saying he loved her cooking. Misunderstanding, classic, but you hate to see it. So <laughs> the damage is done, and Sakaki actually comes to the apartment to check up on them because he knows they're going to be fucking wasted. And he sees that they're blackout drunk, so he tucks them into bed. And says, okay, not really what I had expected, but whatever. And the next morning, there's really awkward encounter when they're trying to recall the night. And Uzaki starts to remember what went on, and she's kind of smirking. And Sakura has no idea what happened. And he's like, whatever. And as they're doing this, he mentions, well, it's all right, because spring break ends tomorrow, and we're going to go back to school. And Uzaki's like, what? Excuse me, what did you just say? We're going back to school tomorrow. And he's like, oh, yeah, you didn't know. And she freaks the fuck out. And she kind of has this existential crisis because the summer break's ending, so they're not going to be able to hang out. And he's like, what are you talking about? We're going to be together forever, like, hanging out. And then he realizes what he just said. And he's like, oh, shit, back up. That's not <laughs> how I meant it. But then Uzaki, of course, starts teasing him. And she's like, we're going to hang out forever. And that's the end of season one. And they're going to hang out more in season two. I actually really enjoyed the like pacing it went and the fact that they actually really didn't end up together. They have like the misunderstanding obviously at the mm -hmm. end because like kind of have to and a lot of the slice of life animes that have more than one season, this is typically where the season would end is the yeah. love confession misunderstanding. But yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, one thing I, because that you mentioned, 
Slice of Lives, they do have that misunderstanding. Slice of Lives, I feel like, can go two ways. If it's a romance slice of life. Either one, the couple gets together right away in the beginning, like Otakoi, and they have relationship interactions the entire time. Like, they have fun, they have friends, they hang out, and the 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 show is about their relationship. And then you have shows like this one where they're not together and the show basically is about them getting into a relationship i'm really hoping that this one is gonna be because one thing i hate about the the second option is that once they get together they end the show and that's it but like i want to see how the relationship goes on after they get together so i hope there's like at least three seasons like one where they're the misunderstanding phase one where they get together and then one where we see the relationship and then it ends. So I'm hoping it's that type. I, and then you also, Hori Mia is kind of the first half too, because they get together really, really early in the show as well in the manga. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's like episode two or three. They get yeah, together. It's like episode two or three. I think it's like chapter 12. Or yeah. Something. In the manga. Um, yeah. One thing though, I could see with uh, Uzaki Chan I don't know if you could really make like a whole season out of them being together because I feel like them being together wouldn't change much of what's already going on just based on their dynamic already. So instead for me, I would have wanted to see like maybe if they do like if this is another only like 13 episode season not a 25 episode season maybe like seven to eight episodes of them until they get together and then like the remaining three to four episodes of what it's like in their now relationship with them like together what like all the onlookers have gone the like, if there's still a misunderstanding with her mother, even when they're together, <laughs> I think that would right. be hilarious. I hope that would continue. I think I think that would just be a funny gag with showing the husband so that they're, like, a happy couple. They're a happy couple. <laughs> but, like, whenever they get alone, like, the mother and uh, Sakurai, there's, she always gets... Even when she's like, oh, okay, she's dating, he's da- now dating my daughter, he isn't trying to get to me. But then, like, he says something that it's like, and <laughs> like, she thinks, oh, what oh if God. he's only dating my daughter to get to me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought of that. Oh, I God. think that dynamic would be, be the best if they just keep it that way. Like, she never, un- she never gets the misunderstanding cleared. And nobody knows because she doesn't tell anyone because she's like, oh, I'm married and she's dating, he's dating my daughter now. And so like the misunderstanding never gets cleared up. I just, that would, I think would make this anime yeah. 10 out of 10 for me if that were to happen. As, as far as I've read so far, the, it's, it's definitely not clarified. There's one scene in the manga where so her name's Suki and this isn't really clarified in English because it doesn't translate but her name is Suki which means moon and there's one moment where they're like outside and he's like ah the moon's beautiful so um, in Japanese he'd say like uh, Suki wa kire desu or something like that 
but in Japanese, you ad- typically address people by their name, even if you're talking to them. So he's saying, like, Suki's beautiful. And she's like, oh, my God. He's calling me beautiful. It's just like, oh, my God. Yes, that's what I want to continue. It's like, Jesus. Look, he's looking up at the sky. Just look at the dude. Yeah, that's why. You know he's not talking That's about why him. I think even if they were to get together, if that were to continue... And she's the only one that's, like, freaking out because of this. I think it would just make the interaction so much better. And, like, so, like, continue the gag, basically. I, I just think yeah. it would be perfect. Like, this is one gag that I wouldn't mind being used. Because, like, they do it in such a way that it's, like, anyone else reading knows, like, it's, compl- like, he doesn't mean any of this. And he doesn't have, like, the feelings for her at all so i think that's why i enjoy it so much because you know for a hint that he's not teasing her or anything it's just completely her misunderstanding Mm -hmm. but (laughs) part of me doesn't want them to get together as well because i feel like the whole premise of the show is like the misunderstanding or like him i guess or their interactions of it unless they do get to the end where a lot of times like for shows like this or mangas it's typically until the end of their school career i guess Mm -hmm. so if it gets to that point then yeah i would like to see them get together at the end of like college and then have like a couple episodes or like basically a couple episodes of epilogue i think i would be satisfied because Oh. Which, oh no! Yeah. I'm just gonna say, kind of like I said earlier, even if they got together, just the dynamic, I think, would still relatively be the same. Uzaki would probably bring him, like, force him to go to places or take her on dates. But then I feel like she's the character that's weak to aggression. So when he wants to push forward, like, do the first kiss all that stuff obviously he would be the one taking the initiative but i think you could only do so much of that where yeah it's already because that's already their dynamic yeah that's fair um i would argue that since they have hinted at it many times that the goal is to get them together that the end game of them being together would make sense um when it comes to how you said you wanted to see it at the would want to see it at the end of the relationship or at the end of the college career if the pacing for season two is the same as season one sakura is going into his third year so and i believe their colleges are only three-year colleges three or four so it would make sense are they four i I think it might be third years because i think yeah because i think it might be the same as high school but i thought for some reason i thought college was uh four years for them too so japanese college uh, that tells me like six different answers (laughs) but it's most likely it's it's either three or four yeah but it's just two to three terms so it's probably three i think if the pace yeah i think if the pacing plays out it'll be it would be one more before they get together. But I wonder also, is it going to be one of those animes that catch up with the manga and then does its own ending? Mm. 
I'd be pretty upset. I hate when they do that. <laughs> but also, I guess if you run out of source material, you don't want to wait forever. <sighs> it's a, it's a <laughs> tough one. <laughs> but, that, all right. Do you have uh, any questions of the day? Unless you have No, more. I was actually going to say, that's actually would be my question of the day is, when do you want them to get together? Do you want them to be, like, early on? Like, if, hypothetically, let's say next season is the last season. And, like, it gets wrapped up. This is hypothetically, unless they have more material and go to season three. But let's just say season two is the end. Would you want it at the beginning and then the rest be about the relationship towards the middle and have, like, some other, like, what life is like at the end or, like, at the very end and have only, like, when either they end with them confessing and being together and that ends it or, like, they end up and, like, we get a little epilogue or, yeah. So beginning, middle, and when would you want the see them get together if yeah i want it in the first three episodes really yeah first four a third of the way through i would want more of middle for me because i feel like because he doesn't because we never really have seen his feelings because obviously he likes being around her but i don't think he's viewed her that way yet i think uzaki knows what she feels but he hasn't yet so i feel like first three get him to realize what he wants and then the next three he finally confesses and then the last later half is their relationship them graduating and then epilogue Hmm. that's fair yeah okay so that's the question and we're gonna leave you off with two facts which is the Japanese Red, Cor- Red Cross has used Uzaki's image to promote blood donation campaigns in 2019 and 2020 with the manga creator uh, Take also dona- donating blood. Which, I guess if you want some dudes, like if you're really trying to get <laughs> some dudes to donate some blood, you're going to put Uzaki on that cover. But yeah. Though I don't blood. know how much blood they're going to get from their arms. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> being diverted. Uh, you, the, it helps with the blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then finally, the manga series ranked uh, on the top 20 web manga list at the Da Vinci Magazine and uh, Nico Nico's Next Manga Awards in 2018. So, it was, it's a pretty well-received manga. Yeah, like I said, don't judge the book by its cover. It's not... Whether it's considered Ichi or not, <laughs> that we've done, yeah. it is not, it's not, as bad yeah, as it's, it's more just very, I think it's more innocent than anything else with yeah, the it's, Ichi it's, tag in it, if it does have it. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. And that'll be it for today's episode. So don't forget to show us some love and support at patreon.com slash weepspawn. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at weepspawn. And you can always contact us at weepspawn at gmail.com. That'll be it. So I've been your host, Bobby. And I'm Joshua. And we will see you guys next time when we weep spawn.